0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The day's play for DrinkWise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to DrinkWise. Three goals to Harry Mackay and Charlie Curnow. Two to Matt Owies. Singles to Mitch McGovern, who ended with a very big cork thigh. Kennedy ended with a knee injury, so it's coming to cost this win by the Blues. He also kicked a goal. Fogarty won. Doherty, Cottrell, Chera also kicked one. Only six for Fremantle, they got one late. Walters kicked two, singles to Switkowski, Jackson, who took a couple of big marks late, Frederick, and also to Giant Amos. Paul Hazelby's here. It was. A win for Carlton, thanks to the Tobin brothers' funerals celebrating lives every day of the year.
1: Very impressive. They've turned their season around. Well done to the coach, Michael Boss. There was plenty, including myself, that were critical of what they were doing at the start of the year, but they found a new style. It's been built on their pressure around the ball. All of their midfielders who we know and are accustomed to them finding so much footy. But they brought that defensive element today. Their tackling pressure and just in-your-face pressure was terrific. But their ball movement stood out. They wanted to go corridor. They went quick. They become a pretty good turnover team from the back half. And Fremantle gave them plenty of opportunities to do that. They've got some great forwards, and they both played really well today in relation to Kurnow and also Mackay. Six goals between them. They had some really good separation. They kicked the ball well to each other, and they had more impact than that too, the key forwards. And, look, they're well served in defence. weeding was terrific. Kemp had some good moments. And through the midfield, we've just sung their praises all game. Chera, Braish, sorry, Chera Walsh, Cripps, Doherty. And their Ruckman Young was pretty good on occasions as well. They got the clearance battle done, and that's what was required. And they take away the four
0: points and keep their season alive. Well deserved. That they do, thanks to Tyre Power, your trusted local, of course. 14-14-98 to 6-9-45. We'll be here to wrap things up. So, what does this do? Is it... Leave more questions than answers for for both teams, or how does how, what do you take? What's your absolute takeaways out of this game?
1: Oh, they need to keep on winning clearly because of the start. They're vulnerable, but they take on Port Adelaide. Did you say next week? They yep. can win that. Like Port Adelaide, been up for a long time. We saw Gold Coast took it to them in the first half, but their confidence is there. They believe in this game plan. They believe in the system. I love the language that I heard from Carlton throughout the week Um, in all the media appearances they did. It was all about selflessness and playing for each other, putting players into better positions. Sometimes you can get on a roll with that feeling, and it looks like they've got it now, three in a row. And big scalp is required, and just maybe it's next week against Port Adelaide. But for Fremantle, I think it sums out a failed season. They were always under pressure from the first three games. They lost, of course, to North Melbourne, St Kilda in round one. They were always on the back foot. They did find a way, and we thought they were back into the finals calculations when they won four games on the bounce. They beat some good sides in Melbourne, Geelong, Sydney, and Hawthorne. That was the first team they got to get that role going. But for me now, it it really does look at, well, what can we do for next year? Because you need to start to look at your own system, your own game plan. Take some advice from Michael Voss and what they've done. Go and have a look at how they've transitioned the ball today and see if they can implement that because there just doesn't seem to be any... System that Fremantle hang their hat on. If they get beaten at clearance, they're vulnerable because they can't move the ball from the back half. I've spoken about that at length today. But player-wise, they've just about had every good player available for the season. Do they need to make some more moves? They are proactive in the trade period last year. I just wonder if they need to do that again. But... They have given away their first pick as part of the Luke Jackson trade, and he clearly got better as the game went on. He was okay late in the game. But as a forward, it's not working with Luke Jackson, in my opinion. He needs to be up around the ball, and whether that little niggle injury that he has at the moment is preventing him from doing that, I'm not quite sure. But they dominated the hit-outs, but they don't take away the clearance battle, and that is a big shame, and they're always on the back foot.
0: Well, one damning stat that's come out of the game is that now dropped below the Gold Coast on the ladder. Lost some percentage, didn't they? Yep, they're down to 91.7. Gold Coast are 92-5. They are two points on the ladder above Sydney. Then, they're the only, then they'll only be ahead of Hawthorne, North Melbourne, and West Coast. West Coast have been deplorable. Fremantle, albeit have won more games, have, haven't been much better. If you're looking at the absolute holistic view of availability and expectation.
1: Are you a believer in that forward line? Look. Like- Amos looks like the gun. Again today, he was the one that looked the most well, I haven't been
0: a Josh Tracy fan no. from day one. Yep. I, he it's doesn't work anywhere near hard enough, but I don't know where his best spot is. Yep. And if Amos is going to be the mobile forward and when it hits the ground, Tracy's just a big clunky market, knock the pack over, Troy Wilson style. And I'm not so sure. I don't understand the three-year deal, to be honest. Mm. But And Jackson is
1: not the key forward type, no. is he? Like no. He doesn't get his possessions from that mode. He doesn't use his body and outmark the defenders. He doesn't lead up and take too many. He does his best work when he's around the ruck and you've got Sean Darcy of course who's out of contract next year. There'll be some debate around that, but it just doesn't seem to be working and and you can't blame the forwards too because the system from the back half, they all chip it around and they go sideways. They just they don't give many chances to the forwards because of the speed of or lack of
0: speed on the ball at times. 100%. Paul Hazelby, Tim Gossage with you. Just repeating that score, 14-14-98. Carlton to 6 9, 45 We've got to dissect this game uh, to the nth degree. We'll get a breakaway first and we'll come back very, very shortly um, and come back and return to dissect what the game unfolded with all of the awards. I'm pretty sure we are going to get a breakaway. Thanks to Elders Real Estate, Tire Power, Winter Safety, Sale, 14-14-98 to 6945. And Carlton have a lot of supporters here. We've seen with a lot of our Victorian teams, they've got around here to support their, uh, their teams that have come over here. Collingwood, of course, have got a massive supporter base, Essendon and Carlton as well. So this crowd of 49,500, there was plenty of Blues fans in the house. Just repeating that score, 14-14-98, Carlton. They have worked their way up above a couple of teams now. They've certainly got in sniffing distance of the top eight. Fremantle have dropped to 14th on the ladder and they are just two points clear of Sydney and then it is the extras in Hawthorne, North Melbourne and West Coast. It has been a very poor year for Fremantle.